0: Hello, and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Dierka, and I'll be talking to you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. When it comes to my life trying to become better with women, I believe I've had a lot of really good luck. I was born in a middle-class white family in Australia, I had some amazing friends whose attitude towards women and attracting women was a very healthy one. So I fell in with the right crowd completely by accident. I was, I was around in my early 20s at exactly the right time that learning to get better with women was like a skill. It was popular. The book, the game had just come out. This all was going on. I was lucky that The Way of the Superior Man was a book that my friends were reading and they recommended to me, so I got involved in men's work and men's self development. That totally changed the whole structure of my life and my way of viewing women. I had a lot of really good luck. Just timing of things was very fortunate for me. However, I also had bad luck in my life. I was born, I grew up with, a, uh, with a anxious attachment styles. So that is, I was very anxious and needy around women. I grew up with a nice guy mentality. I was constantly trying to serve women and look after their own needs, not my own. My first girlfriend that I had, the woman, I, the first woman, I, uh, girl that I really loved, left me and cheated on me multiple times and left me completely devastated. My life, I've battled severe anxiety, depression, and panic attacks. But while I've had good and bad luck, mostly I think I've been lucky. I've had some very fortunate things happen in my life. Today's video is about luck, because I know that some of you have maybe had more bad luck than good when it comes to being able to meet and attract women, the lessons that you've learned along the way. So today's video is what can you do about luck? Can you improve it? Is there something you can do to drastically improve the amount of luck you're going to have? Or are you just stuck being an unlucky guy? I want to start this video with a bit of a shameless plug for another YouTube channel that I watch a lot and I have watched for a long time now. It's called Veritasium. And basically, he discusses different issues from a scientific standpoint. He ponders different things in life. Really interesting channel. If you've never watched it, check it out. But he does a video on luck. And he says, you know, I think that we in general, tend to underestimate just how big a role luck plays in our lives. Whenever something goes well for us, we tend to to think that, oh, we earned that. We always earned that, right? I've got success with him because I worked hard at it. Therefore, I deserve it. That's why I got it. Luck doesn't play much of a role. But actually, when you look at the statistics of things, anyone who's been really successful at anything had a lot of good luck that helped get them there. And in the video, he argues, you know, yes, you need luck, but you also need hard work, but you've got to have luck. And you can't downplay the role that good luck can have in getting you success in different parts of your life. And I largely agree with this mindset that we very, very often downplay the role of luck. In fact, I argue that most of us refuse to think about how lucky we need to be on an ongoing basis for our lives to keep going the way we want them to go. But there is... Another aspect to luck that Veritasim, he also talked about in his video in another video much earlier, and that is our relationship to luck, and this is really what I want to talk about today. You see, he made this video in Sydney, in Chatswood, when he was in Sydney, and he was approaching people on the street, and he would say, first of all, he would have a $10 note, and he'd approach people, and he'd say, I've got a $10 note and a coin. I'd like to flip this coin. If I flip the coin and you win the bet, then you get this $10 note. But if I win the bet, you've got to give me a $10 note. And of course, lots of people were like, why would I take this bet? No, I don't want to do it. And then he started approaching people, and he said, well, what if I put a $2 coin as well? So it's $12. If you win the bet, you get $12. If you lose the bet, you've got to give me $10. And what we saw in this was that most people were still saying no. They were still saying, no, I don't want to take this bet right now. I was sitting here losing my mind watching this video. Why wouldn't you take the bet? It is tilted in your favor. Statistically, you'll be better off. You're an idiot if you don't take the bet. But it's probably not a surprise to you watching that most people didn't. The $12, the extra $2 wasn't really enough to entice them, to tempt them to take the bet, even though it was tilted in their favor. In fact, for many people, he had to go up to $20 his $20 of his for $10 of theirs until people would start considering taking the bet. And even then, there were plenty of people who didn't. And I think it's this attitude towards loss and loss aversion that is a huge part of the problem. It's a huge part of our unhealthy attitude towards risk, towards gambling, towards the luck that we have in our lives. You see, you'd rather, most people would rather not take a bet, even if it's tilted in their favor, because they may lose something. And when you go through life like this, right, if you go through life, avoiding a loss, even if the potential win is higher, and the, the odds, the statistical odds are tilted in your favor, because you just don't want to lose, you'll never have particularly good luck because you're not even trying to make that luck for yourself. Now, this was even more brilliantly demonstrated in a Darren Brown video about luck and I, and I highly recommend you check that out as well it's really crazy he goes to this town this town's like got this history to do with luck anyway there's this guy who lives in this town and he says Darren I have always had the worst luck no matter what happens he talks about his, his life and all these ridiculously unlucky things that have happened to him in his life and Darren of course doesn't believe in luck he doesn't believe in you know statistic he doesn't believe that some people are statistically unlucky in life that's what he doesn't believe that that over over, over a lifetime it should balance out And so he goes to the town and what he does is he tries to create lucky opportunities for this guy, right? I I can't remember all of them, but he'll, 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 he'll he'll like leave money on the ground for the guy to find, or he will have someone trying to fix a car and, and, and by helping that person, they get something in return. He just creates a bunch of these opportunities and every single opportunity that he leaves, the, 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 the man doesn't see the opportunity to be lucky. So Darren Brown creates opportunities. He does. In fact, he goes so far as getting a lorry, a truck, with a picture of this guy on the side, this unlucky guy on the side, with his name in big letters saying whatever his name is, right? Bob, call this number now, right? And you'll get $5,000 or whatever it says on there, right? It says something like that. And the lorry is driving around this guy all day long with his picture on it and big writing on it saying, Bob, call this number. Uh, he doesn't see it. <laughs> he doesn't notice it. He, he doesn't spot the opportunities to be lucky. And it's my suspicion that a lot of people go through life with these unhealthy relationships to luck. They, they see themselves as, as being victims of circumstance rather than people who can take an opportunity to be lucky. If you picture yourself at a house party right now and you see a cute girl you'd like to talk to, there are two outcomes that can happen. One is that she rejects you when you have 30 seconds of awkwardness. The other is that she agrees to go on a date with you when you have a one hour date. Statistically speaking, <laughs> what's the better what's the better option right? Well, is, is the loss of a 30 second awkwardness or the win of a 60 minute date better? Where does that fall on the spectrum? And I know I'm simplifying this. there's many other different outcomes that can be. but what is the better outcome? And and the truth is that by far, the 60 minute date is a better win. But the idea of losing, the idea of loss has become so intolerable to us that we don't create the risk for ourselves. We don't want to take the chance. We don't want to create the good luck for ourselves. But it's more than just that. It's when we think about improving our skills with women, oftentimes we think of it as gaining control over women. Or gaining control or you know getting better so that women will definitely like us. But the, the truth of the matter is that you're always going to have to lose. If I walk into a bar, if you and I walk into a bar together and I say to you, you know what, pick just you start picking really, really cute women for me. Don't don't worry about average women, really cute women. Who do you think I should talk to? And you start picking women out for me, I'm gonna have a twenty percent success rate. That means that if I approach 10 women that night, I'm going to get rejected probably about eight times. So I still have to face plenty of bad luck in order to have good luck. But luck, bad luck is so intolerable. Failure is so intolerable. We just don't want to do it. But if you did it, your life would improve because statistically you will start to have some good luck as well. But it's not just that, it's also our willingness to improve our odds, our statistical chances of being lucky. You have a huge amount of control over improving your odds, your statistical chances. If you go out and you start to dress better in your day-to-day life, the odds of you meeting a woman in your day-to-day life improve. If you smell better, if you work on your social skills, if you do these things, you will improve your odds. And yes, you may up until this point have had things going on in your life that meant you've had bad luck. You got the raw end of different sticks when it came to being successful with women, to having the right mindset, to being the right skin color, whatever it is. You may have had worse luck than others, but you can still improve that luck. You can never control it. You can never ensure you walk up to a woman in the street and she's going to like you. You can't do that, but you can make it more likely. Not more likely than not getting over 50% is very unlikely, but you can make it more likely than it was. And so you start going out, taking action, doing things and having luck every now and again, as opposed to not ever having any luck because you never took the chance in the first place. And I think to a large degree, this is a big life lesson. You need to start seeing the world as a series of statistical bets that you take, you know, too often we say, "Ah, oh, it's unlikely likely that XYZ will happen, so I won't take the chance. And so you, sure enough, that becomes a habit for you because it's unlikely that you go out tonight and you're going to get a girl's number. You don't bother trying. Instead of, well, if I try it often enough, I will have some success, right? Or if I go out and I, I go to enough entrepreneur meetings, I'm going to start to make some great contacts eventually, even if I don't meet anyone the first time. Right? If you start taking the small odds where the loss is something you can afford to lose, but the win, if you do win, is massive, if you start doing that regularly enough, so long as it's tilted in your favor like that, you will be successful. You will start to have good luck. And so I know I feel like I've rambled a little bit in this video, but I think it's such a massive idea to see the world as a series of gambles and start looking at the statistical odds of the win. Because I've done that in business as well in my company, How much have I lost due to bad luck? Decisions that led to bad luck? Hundreds of thousands of dollars, guys. And yet 12 years on, here I still am because sometimes I had good luck along the way too because I took those chances. My risk profile allowed me to do that. So I want you to ask yourself right now, what could you do to improve the luck that you have with women? What can you do to actually enter the gambling game more often Right? Stop thinking about, I want to get this girl, and start thinking about, I want to have more luck. How can I win the game more often? I enter the game more often. Would that thinking, thinking about it as luck, change something for you? Because it sure as shit changed a hell of a lot for me. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Don't forget to check us out at schoolofattraction.com. I highly recommend you check out my comprehensive and free dating personality test, which you can find by clicking personality test at the top of the page. Thanks again for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you in my next podcast.